I said, give it to me. I'll give it to you, but I gotta know if we're going gone. We're we're gone, going, and we're keep gone. I is that a serious quote and connotation? Yes. Dude, you got a nice chest hair moment happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's growing in nice, man. <laughs> it, uh, it is. It's kind of a sexy look, man. It hasn't You're... changed. This is how it's always been. I don't know. I haven't seen your shirtless in at least a year. <laughs> I know. Cause you're my, looking fit. You're my, looking buff. Wait, that's not that's not true. It's false. I don't want to make you uncomfortable on this podcast, Ben. I, don't, I hope you don't feel kind of uncomfortable. I can tell you how false it is. Yeah. I'm saying, no, sir. Stop that. Let me tell you something. That, I'm, that, I'll that, do the same. I'll no. do the same. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I've been feeling a little a little pudgy recently. Mike, I, I feel like stand, I put on some I winter weight. I will stand weight. up. I put on some winter's weight. That's that's all you that's all your that's all your hip bones, Ben. Your hip bones are convex. Look at look at that. Look at the distension right there. <laughs> Let me see that. Let me look at this. No. Look at that. Look at mine. Come on now. You you gotta see that definition there. That's, that's listen. A, that's a uh, chunky. I'll, that's a listen, chunky. Bitch I want right to say there. something. Uh-huh. Obviously, women have very bad. <laughs> um, you know, it's as a society, women have like a shit deal when it comes to like beauty standards and stuff. But I think men are overlooked because, in this regard specifically, because we got the same shit. It's also going on for us. It's just not talked about. It's like how many videos are just like I'm, I'm, you know, big I'm buff a, boy. I'm a buff boy, and I got buff things. You gotta, and get you like gotta me. look like me. <laughs> you gotta get. Like I feel me. like there's a lot of positive, like you can look however you are. You yeah. know, videos going around right now for women, but I don't see the same for men. And I just want to say, I, you know, <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Um, I just want to pray. I just want to say you're looking great, man. Thank you. I thank you. That's a confidence boost that could be very much used, right? I, now. It should be absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to let you know right now before we even start this intro um, that I fell asleep about an hour ago. <laughs> That's <laughs> I, fine. You're gonna have a deep, raspy voice. I I know, and I just woke up, and I then <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wake up. We're gonna do this podcast, and you're gonna go back to sleep, and you're gonna have a great time. I really, we're gonna get it done. I really shouldn't too, because I still gotta clean. <laughs> Right. And you haven't cleaned your. What did you wait? I, we talked to each other for. Okay, go ahead. I, I'll say this. Later. I cleaned. I cleaned the the main. Do the intro. We'll talk about it in a second. <laughs> okay. Is it a go for me? Is it a go for me? Thank you, Ben. <laughs> hey, how you doing? It's the Who You Looking At podcast with Michael Macarola. And Ben Lewis. Ben, I want to say something before we start. Yeah. I'm going to do a terrific show today, and I'm going to help a lot of people because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, <laughs> and God damn it, people like me. Is that your mantra you wrote down? It is my mantra now. That's, I like if you it. Know, if you know that reference, please shout me out. Because uh, I just want to express uh, positive vibes today. I don't know why I'm on a positive vibe kick right now. I don't know, man, but I like it. I, <laughs> I like exciting. it a lot because I'm on the opposite end. <laughs> well, you're a sleepy boy, Ben. And let me tell you, you can clean when you got to clean. I, Your parents are coming, what, tomorrow? I, okay, I cleaned the bathroom, so that's okay. done. I cleaned that's the nice. kitchen, which was probably the worst of it. And, and like the living room area-ish. So just, what else do you have to do? Your bedroom? Now I the, – the part of it that is like the least important because the part that they'll be spending the least amount of time in is my bedroom. But um, they're going to look in it. You know your mom's oh, going to look inside. Yeah, it. and they're going to see this fucking hibernation den of like depressive shit and like post-it notes everywhere and like <laughs> – <laughs> what did they what will they think i feel like that's a kind of your room back home was the same yeah no they'll they'll just be like this is actually it's less about it's less for them and more for me to 
to be able to be like, see, I can fucking, <laughs> my room isn't a mess when you're here. <laughs> I just, can to, do it. just to look at them and be like, fuck you, it's it's good. <laughs> it's yeah, good... I mean, like, you've seen my room. My room doesn't change. It's usually pretty clean. Mm-hmm. But even my parents would be like, what is this? Oh, they... Why is your bedroom? Why is your bedroom like this, huh? They wouldn't. Have, your parents would not know what to do with mine then, because no, they fun. wouldn't. I I record. So my friend from my my friend Lauren from back home, uh, was was like messaging me, and so I sent her a like I was talking about this, and I sent her a video of like the room before I started any cleaning in the beginning of the day, and she's like. Yeah. Cause she was like, she made a bench. She's like, oh yeah, like my bed, my my bedroom's horrible. Like I totally get it. And I sent her that video, and she's like, holy fuck, like that's so. I don't bad. know how. Wait, so I don't know what you do when you go to sleep is the only thing. You just shove all the clothes that are on your bed on off the bed, and then go to sleep, and then put them back on. Okay, I have, <laughs> I have a closet space problem, and I have an yes. over an abundant over abundance of clothing that cannot fit in that closet. Yes. So, Currently, if I can count, I've got like six pairs of pants and yeah. about two hoodies and a jacket and a few other shirts that I switch between like laid out on top of my bed when I need it off my chair. And then when I go on my bed, I move it onto my chair. Okay. And I do that every day. <laughs> <laughs> then I think I own six pairs of pants. I definitely own more than that, and that makes sense. What I, I'm not judging you. I feel like that's that's a normal thing. No, what I need to do is I need to na- need to make a second trip to IKEA, and I need to pick up another underbed storage, mm. and all my dreams will be in there. Well, it's you know oh today was the first day that I left and had um a, a short sleeve time to the bodega. Oh, that's nice. It's good, and um. You know, it's springtime, man, and it's spring. It's time for spring, so you gotta clean. And what you do when you clean, you put your winter clothes in storage, free free some space. You can finally breathe again. I'm gonna be honest though; I don't really have much winter clothing. Like, yeah. I have like fall clothing, which is like somewhat still relevant clothing right now because it's not really that hot yet. It's not that hot yet. It's though. it's getting there. Like this week, it was like seventy, like low 70 mm. high 60s um but like the the heavier shit that i have is like already kind of taking up as little space as possible like it's like in my main apartment closet yeah um, you guys got a nice like you know uh jacket closet we do in your place and it's great basically taken up with all of my shit because ani doesn't yeah. have that much stuff <laughs> yeah um I I also want to say I don't have a news story today. Uh, there really wasn't much that really caught my eye, and I didn't want to half-ass it with a stupid story. That makes sense. Um, you know, there's a lot of crazy big stuff going on, yeah, but not the, a lot of, like, wacky fun. I think the, the news is being dominated by major stories. Yeah, it's not – like, there's a bunch of, like, really, like, big news going on, but just nothing, like – I, I try to keep it somewhat lighthearted on here and not have, like, the most depressing stories that are on the news sure. all the time. Uh, so I – not that they're not important, but you can get those sources at every other thing. And this may yeah. not be the – this is an alleviation of that. No, yeah. It's just a fun time, happy boy, happy boy time. Um, but I, what I will do is a recap because I, I didn't do this last time, and I know you know about it, but I'll talk about it briefly and maybe have some more details that you fully don't know, but just a recap on my finger. Oh, yeah. Um, the so, mysterious case of broken finger. Yeah, so <laughs> so my finger isn't, isn't broken, technically. I just – I crack my fingers and – you know, I was doing it, and then, like, I noticed my middle finger, like, was hurting when I would crack it. But, like, sometimes that happens, you know? It's just, like, a little sore. And so yeah. I instinct, I would, like, oh, let me not do that finger. But I still do it because it's just, like, an instinct. And then at some point, it just got really, really painful. And I looked down, and I'm like, oh, it looks swollen. And I yeah. compared it, and I'm like, holy shit, it is swollen. And that's when it occurred to me that the ring that I never take off of my finger is mm-hmm. on that finger and cannot be taken off. Like, I cannot remove my ring. Yeah. 
Um, it wasn't cutting off circulation, but it was making like a small indent into my finger at where it was. And mm. then I was like, okay, let me wait. Let me, <laughs> let me, <laughs> let me give this some time. It'll heal itself. I bought a splint on my lunch break at work and I went on with my life. Where uh, would you buy a splint? Like a CVS? CVS. They have, okay. They have them everywhere. I, that I makes honestly, sense. that's like the eighth one I own too. Like all the other ones are back in Jersey. So, yeah. Um, and so I was wearing it and it kept hurting. It's a fucking nuisance at work. Um, and then finally I was like, okay, I got to get this checked out because it looks worse. And I got it checked out and it got x rays. It's not broken. Um, but, you know, just a terrible sprain. While I'm at, the urgent care. Did I tell you about my experience there? You didn't. I've seen a video of them removing. I think I saw a video of them removing the ring. Um, it, I sent you a, a picture, I believe, of the aftermath. Um, right. So the doctor. So I tried removing it a, a bit, like uh, before I even visited them, and I tried like icing it for a while to bring down the uh swelling as much as I can and then used a concoction of like lotion and shampoo to try to get it off and it mm -hmm. wouldn't fucking go. So I, when I went there, he was like, okay, let's try one more time without cutting it because we really, I guess really want to try to avoid it. And I'm like, yes, I would very much appreciate that. This is a expensive ring from a very big sentimental value in my head. And yeah. so he then takes like some lubricant and starts like, going all over in and in and all around the crevices and he starts like pulling this thing off and like I know it's not going to go because this is like what I had been trying for like a solid I tried for like 20 minutes to try to get this thing off but he's yeah. trying like from a third person advantage oh, yeah. so he's not feeling this as it's happening and I have a good mm -hmm. pain threshold so I'm not telling him anything but eventually I start getting really lightheaded because I can see and feel my knuckle like popping and like oh god again <laughs> and like and oh, like no. half separating. He's like, yeah, we just don't want to dislocate your finger, but I'm gonna try. And I'm like, I'm gonna. <laughs> and I'm like, this doesn't feel great. He's like, oh, how are you doing? I'm like, it hurts. We might as well try cutting it. He's like, I'm, I'm, I think we're I got it over a little bit. I'm like, no, you're not. You're not gonna do it, dude. And then. By that point, I just turned him like, I'm going to pass out. And I literally fell back and, like, couldn't, like, I couldn't move my, like... You passed out? I I was still conscious, but I was, like, I couldn't, like, keep upright. Like, it was, like... Yeah. I, my you blood were... sugar was gone and, like, um, my blood pressure was, like, really low. And mm. um, so he took my blood pressure, gave me, ran and got water and stuff. And my finger as you can imagine, looked even worse and more swollen <laughs> because he tried forcing the thing off. Yeah. So then then he just took the ring cutter, cut it, like, no problem. But even then, I almost passed out a second time because with the ring cutter, like, it cuts it, but you have to, like, then, you know, spread the wing... The, the wing. Spread the <laughs> ring apart so that it's, like, a little yeah. bit wider. He didn't want to spread it too far because that damages the ring even more. So... He did it as minimal as possible and then started pulling again. And because it has, like, rough edges from being freshly cut, it's, like, cutting me along the whole length of my finger as he's pulling oh it off. Oh, my God. And finally... Would you describe this as a competent uh, person? <laughs> very, very. Okay, I all mean, right. Then it literally... was just the situation. It wasn't him being bad? No, it's literally, like, he's done this plenty of times. Like, this is, like, how it's done. It's just not fun it's just not a good time yeah. and That's finally sick. and i was about to pass out again when he finally like got it off and i was like oh thank god and i wasn't thank god because it was off it was thank god because i was like if if it went on like a few seconds longer i would have had to tell him to stop because i was gonna i, I would have passed out yeah i would have um, kept on going <laughs> and so now it looks kind of shitty but oh my god! It looks. It's actually, believe it or not, better. Like it's kind of healed, um, somewhat, but it's still pretty swollen. How is the state of your ring? Oh, is it mend? Is it mendable? So my the the here's the good thing. My ring is gold. I think it's 18 karat gold. So it's very soft metal. It, he cut through it, no problem. Like the ring cutter, if you can imagine. I know you've probably never seen one, 
But what it does is, like, it's like a can opener. It spreads open like a plier almost. The bottom part is, like, very thin that slips between your skin, like, your finger and the ring. And the top part comes down, and it's just like a little razor, and it's like a crank, like a can opener. You just, like, manually twist it until it cuts through. And because it's gold, it was, like, four twists, and it broke, and it was good. Yeah. Um, He was telling me that, like, there was, like, a titanium one which is, like, a much harder metal. And he had to get, like, four other doctors in there, and they had to take turns because they were getting tired of turning the thing. Um, But um, if you – I mean, here. He uh, gave me the ring, but if you can see, that's uh, where it's cut right there. Okay. And, like, you can see – It's it's not bad. Yeah. It's it's a really easy fix. It's just, like, a hassle because now I have to get it fixed. (laughs) yeah but yeah so what was the um consensus on what happened to your finger i don't know i really have no idea like that's crazy man it could have been like (laughs) it it was like strained from like carrying things or like a hanger or possibly maybe i unknowingly hit it on something and then the progression of me cracking my fingers like made it worse so that's that's my best assumption, but really, I don't actually have a clue. But the bone is unaffected? It's just sprained at the knuckle or something? Yeah, he did x-rays right there after do- taking it off, and like, which was also really annoying because like moving my finger and stuff in certain positions was not easy after that. Uh, yeah. But uh, he took x-rays. He's like, yeah, I didn't find anything. The uh, radiology department is going to be taking a second look, and they'll let me know if they find anything that I might have missed. And, like, before he even left, they already got back to him, like, nope, They're like, it's good. I'm like, yeah. how the... I mean, I could bend it, so I didn't think it was broken, but, like, it was, like, really swollen, which I had not seen on... Because I've, I've broken my fingers, so, like, I know when it looks really swollen from it being broken versus being sprained, and this is just, yeah. like, a really bad sprain. Damn. So, yeah. Yeah, that sucks. It's been a fun time. Yeah, I've only ever sprained my wrist. I'm sure you remember. Yeah, yeah. Rob from the quad accident, and it was like right on, um, like right here or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I could, I, I couldn't really move it past like, um, like a forty five degree angle or whatever. It was kind of always like hooked. Yeah, yeah. For a bit, and then I had that little like, I don't know. I just remember being in like. Uh, <laughs> my bedroom <laughs> up there being like ah! <laughs> like I literally like holding it up and like screaming mm-hmm. and then having like my dad I waking him up like every hour of the night being like take me to the hospital <laughs> please <laughs> and he like wouldn't do it because he's like it's not broken you're fine but see that's me that's my mentality where like all yeah. of my coworkers were like, Ben, you need to get that checked out. And I'm like, I really don't, though, because they're not going to do anything. And the only time I got it checked out was like, okay, there could be a hairline fracture or something. So let me see. Yeah. So, like, what um, was, like, the idea of, like, how you treat it? You just, like, hey, take Advil if it's hurting you and then just, like, let it be. Yeah. Try to, like. Like, you don't do anything. You just leave it. And, like, I wear the splint when I'm at work, if I remember it. Okay. Um, but typically i leave it like off because i just try not to bend it and then i it needs like to breathe and be like clean like any other like cut or whatever yeah that makes sense but yeah well hopefully it wasn't like a midnight smack you know you were you were tossing and turning smack your hand against the wall or something (laughs) (laughs) i'm just like sitting there like (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah you're like Having an intense stream, we just fully like yeah, <laughs> I'm like fully like smack. convulsing. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh no, he's not, he's not having a seizure. He's just having some night terrors. <laughs> it's all right, just leave him be. <laughs> let him, let him work I, it out. I had a spider on my um, on my brick wall. Oh no! And I, I like took like a napkin and I like you know smushed it successfully but what i what i essentially did because i was so fear uh, because i was just like trying to do as quick and as efficiently as possible was i fully like punched my brick wall (laughs) that's what i do and it has all of the like little jet outs of like the spackle and the bricks and shit so Uh like they cut my finger on my pinky and it's it's already healed because it was a few days ago but like 
yeah, it's just, it's so dumb. And I don't, I've been having like a bug day, not a bug day, but like a bug week. Yeah. Yeah. Where like, I've seen a spider a day. And the other day I saw one of like the silverfish. I saw one in my bathroom recently. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. How big, mine was literally three inches long. Mine was tiny. So I was, I was easy. Oh, dude, I fucking got off my desk and I literally fully alone. Like immediately, was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> and I, did Kima I, help at all? No, Kima wasn't. I th- I don't know if Kima was here. I think she went to work with Hannah. Uh-oh. But like, I took my backpack, which fully had like stuff in it. It didn't have my laptop. It had like books and like my notebook and stuff. Uh-huh. And I took my. I was standing on my bed. Here, I'll demonstrate for you because I, I can. You can see. Yeah. I was fully on my bed like this. <laughs> He's standing up with the with the bag. <laughs> he's and standing up it. like he's holding a fucking rock over his head, about to crush something. I threw it at it, and then I ran away. Like I checked if it was dead. I ran as fast as possible to get the vacuum, uh-huh. and then I vacuumed it up, and then I just left the vacuum in my roommate's studio. Um, you wanted it as far away as possible. I, yeah, I wanted it as far away as possible, and also I was like, I'm not removing this from the vacuum yeah yeah she'll no. find when she cleans it out she'll get it, <laughs> she'll <okay>. get it. <laughs> yeah. um no mine was actually really funny too because i was like taking a shit as i mine was in the bathroom with me no and because of where the toilet's positioned in the bathroom it's close enough to the wall where i literally immediately stuck my legs up and clung them to the wall so it didn't get on me and and frantically was searching all over the fucking bathroom for something i could throw crazy. at it because that's I was a like, vulnerable place dude i was like i thought it was safe here i thought i was having a good time and then this fucking thing granted it was small but i fucking i think i found like I think I used the Clorox that is in my, like, uh, drawer underneath my sink, and I just fucking threw it at it. I'm sure I've said this on the podcast already, but when when I lived in Crown Heights, there was, like, a silverfish in the um, bathtub, like, as I was going to the bathroom. Like, I had my towel over my shoulder, I had all my, like, you know, clothes or whatever, mm-hmm. and then I put everything down, and I, like, went to go into the bathtub, and I saw one. So I ran and got a lighter, Oh yeah, yeah. So and then lit the thing one. on fire, and the legs burned, and just the body started to wiggle like a little worm. Ugh. I was like, I feel like an evil person. No, <laughs> like I know it's a bug. No, fuck them. They're evil fucking bugs. I hate them. I hate them so because yeah. they hurt so bad, dude. Have you ever been bit by them? No. They hurt. Like it's actually that's why I'm afraid because I have been bit by them and they hurt. They hurt a lot. I am. At, I, yeah, they look terrifying. I fucking hate them. And they're fast. They're fast as fuck, dude. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't like it. Um, yeah. Well, You're giving me anxiety just just by talking about it. We can move on to a different topic. I, I want to actually move on about a situational thing. I want your advice on, and this, we can make a little fun thing out of this. All right. I want to know what you would do in this situation because this is happening to me currently. Okay. And, and I'll tell you how I'm resolving it, even though it's not technically a resolution. Okay, so um, do 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 that. Do do those two things, and I'll put my two cents in. Yes. So, <laughs> I where I work, there's a few coffee shops nearby, but I always go to the one because it's the closest, closest at like the somewhat cheapest price, which is Gregory's, yeah. and I hate Gregory's. Why do you hate Greg's? I don't like it. I don't. I think they have, like, they have like mid coffee. It's all right. But, like, yeah. I hate how expensive it is and, like, their whole, like, like, I don't know. They just seem so They're uppity. just a different version of Starbucks that's yeah. slightly better. Slightly better version of Starbucks. But I, I there are better options. I, I understand. They're a you. little bit uppity. Like, we have Marathon Coffee there, too, but they're even more expensive. Um, oh, I've never heard of them. It's, it's more expensive. It's ridiculous. Anyway. So I go to Gregory's fairly frequently. Whenever I get to work like an hour early and I just need somewhere to chill that isn't at work, I'll go there. Or if I need coffee really quickly, I'll go there. So they tend to like know us because we come in there all the time. And I basically have gone there so frequently that there is a barista that knows me. And I'll go in there and she's a nice girl. She's in college. I don't remember what... (laughs) she's a nice girl a nice nice young lady um but no she's like in school and like i think like Uh. is like a junior or sophomore or something like that and like fucking works there 
And um, so the only problem is that she thinks my name is Shy. Why? And so, and actually, granted, let me also correct you, correct myself. I don't know if Shy is the exact name that she thinks it is, but it's something with an SH, and I never quite hear it every time that she says this. But anyway. You read as a Sean. As a Sean. It could be that. It really could be. I actually, that might be more accurate, Sean. But one of the two. And I'll come in there. I'll just stick with Shy for now because that's how I've always been hearing it. But I go in there one day. And for the first time, she turns to me. She's like, oh, shy, right? And I had headphones in. And I didn't hear what they said, but I did one of those things that you do where you just say yes, even though you didn't hear it. Uh, And I said, yeah. And then it kind of hit me what she asked me. And when I was waiting for my coffee and, like, cookie or whatever I got, I just heard her call out shy and, like, look at me, like, knowingly. Like, like I was the one that she was calling. I'm like, oh, oh. And I go and grab it. (laughs) Not correcting her. Not at all. Yeah. And um, so now I go there, and she just like, oh, hey, Shy, what's up? And and I'm like, oh, oh like, you're no. getting the usual, like, black coffee, like, whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah. No. And it's gone on for so long now, I don't have the heart to tell her that it's not my name. And that, and, and like, we fully know each other. Like, she's basically my barista at this point. Like, yeah. and so, because every, every time I go there, she's there. And she's always the one taking my order or making my thing. And so I don't have the heart to tell her that she's been calling me the wrong name for this whole time. So now my name is just shy whenever I go there. And I'm not correcting her. And that's just what my name is there now. What would, how would you take that situation? I, this is really stupid. Uh-huh. But when I joined a club at college once, I I kind of wanted to go to like the first meeting and then at the time, like a few minutes very few minutes in, I was just like, I don't really want to be here. I don't really like the scene. <laughs> and when it went around being to like like thirty minutes or like an hour into it, they were like, Oh, let's introduce like each other like who we are, like what we want to do. Because at that point they were like gave the whole spiel about what the club was and stuff. And I, they were like, when it got to me, I was like, oh, my name is Jack. And then like, at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the time, I like. <laughs> I took a sip of water. <laughs> it's okay. Um, because I didn't want any of them to know who I was because I didn't want to come back ever again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was like early on in college. Cause so like I was in the Manhattan campus at that time. So no one was going to see me on campus anyway. And even if they saw me again, it would probably like be like enough time that they would never remember my name. Yeah, from that one instance. That's what and I was so thinking. Right, and then like you know, if someone, if for whatever reason any of them were like got to know me, they would have been like, "Oh yeah, what's your name?" And I'd be like, "Oh, Michael." <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's that's what my only experience of ever successfully using like a fake name. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, but I don't know what I would do. I feel like I would just, cause you can't, okay, here's the deal. Do you want, there are two questions. <laughs> do you want to be friends with this person? No. I outside have no, of this experience? I, no, I have no care whatsoever. Okay. Then I, that's not, actually I was going to, that I was going to say another question, but that covers it. Then yeah, no, you're fine. Because just like, be shy. she's just a, she's a sweet young girl that, she i like you can tell like there's like you know there's that like that pride in knowing your customers and being like yeah. you know what they order you know who they are and it's like yeah you're like, giving her a lot by just yeah living the lie and so I think. and so i think i'm doing better by just being shy in the moments that i walk yeah. in there than not um and she's saying your name like you know like you you're not gonna it's not a lie that you're going to get caught in, really, because, like, she's no. saying your name. I mean, unless I go there with one of my coworkers and my name is – and they're like, what did she just call you? Yeah. Like, I, know. I mean, that's the only way. Now you got to be careful of that experience. I know. I know. But, um, but I was like – Because, like, I was like, well, what what would I do? Like, what would I do to get out of that anyway? Would I walk in there and be like, hey, by the way, that name you've been calling me for months now – that isn't my name and my name is actually ben but yeah, everything else, like, like how oh, ben maybe it's like an artist name 
Oh yeah, like that'll be that'll be like, like you like, kind of like oh I kind of want to be known as shot. Ooh. <laughs> well, <laughs> what's funny I mean? is that our one of our coworkers' name is Shy. Um, Cheyenne, and and sometimes they go by Shy, and so I thought it was like them mistaking me for Shy. Do you look like this person? Not at all. <laughs> and, okay, and, then and, then and, no. And they also don't go to gregory's at all so like i kind of ruled that out but i that was my first instinct was i went up to cheyenne and i was like hey do you ever go to gregory's often and they're like no <laughs> that's funny i think you're fine i think you live in the light because you're giving a lot to that person because someone who's worked in i mean you you've worked in food service or just in, you know whatever like having some sort of relationship with a customer to be like oh you are a human being and not just like a person that gives me work to do Yeah. when you walk in. Like that's kind of a nice experience. And, and I, I, I think I'll just stick with that. But like, as you mentioned that too, I have a few regulars that come into my store that I know fairly well. And I ran into one of them last night. Like where out, I was at, um, do you know the library? I don't, where is that? It's, it's um, and well, what is that? I'm assuming it's a bar. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a bar. It's uh, it's at Avenue A. Okay. Um, but it's a bar that we've I've gone to a couple times that like some of my friends frequent, and um, it was like one of my coworkers' last days at work, uh, right before they move, and so uh, we went there all just to like hang out, but like I left early because like uh, I'm a shitty person, and no. <laughs> anyway, I I left early, and as I'm walking down the street to go catch the F, I, I'm, there's this guy. He comes in, like, every day or, like, every other day. I see him at least four or five times a week. And, like, he we have, like, this similar interest in shoes and, like, clothing and stuff like that. And, like, we're always, like, showing each other what pieces we found and stuff. Like, he's a, he's a nice enough guy. He's a cool guy. Um, yeah. And I just, I'm walking by and I'm like looking and I'm staring. I'm literally just staring at the, cause I'm a little drunk already. <laughs> and I'm staring at this guy as I'm walking by. And then I yeah. just do one of these and I'm like, and I'm like, I like look forward and, and he looks at me and he's like, holy fuck, is that you? And I'm like, yeah, like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm here with my little brother. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I'm just showing them a good time. They're, they're youngins. I'm just showing them out. I'm like, how young? And they're like, they're 18. I'm like. Oh, okay. So you're just showing them a good time in the city and just happen to be I'm like, do you live near here? He's like, nowhere near here. I'm like, this is really random. Uh, yeah. And then I had to get out of there because I, I got to go. Yeah. I mean, that's funny. That's exciting. It was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Damn. Yeah, I got to I gotta hit the bar scene again. I need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I got to take you to that one bar by you. Which I don't. I won't say the name on the podcast because it's very. It's very, well. It's more closer to um, my girlfriend's place. Oh yeah, actually, you. And regardless, you do need to show me that anyway, because I want like a closer place that I can consistently go to from here. Yeah, it's not. It's not a. I love it. It's my. It's my favorite bar at the moment. Well, I think we have very similar taste in bars, like low key. Okay. It, like I mean, the library. It's a yeah. The library is really cool. I think you would really like it. Um, on I mean, on weekend stuff, it, it it can get a little busy. Like yesterday, it was a little busy. But for the yeah. most part, when we've gone there, it's like usually like very very low key, and they have this giant projector in the back that just plays movies of their choice. So, That's cool. uh, yes, and my favorite game. I was telling my coworkers this last night as we were there. But my favorite thing about that place is walking in there. And it's like mid movie, and you were just trying to figure out what the fuck the movie is because like it's usually like an older movie and stuff, and like generally like in the horror genre or like sci fi genre. And mm. so I we walked in there once, and there's like this really weird bloody scene happening. I'm like, what's going on right now? Like, what movie <laughs> is this? And like we spent like 20 minutes trying to figure out what the fuck the movie is, and it's just like a really fun thing. And last night I guessed both of them, and I was so happy. Damn. Yeah. Congratulations. Man. One of them was the Korean old boy. <laughs> okay. Like I I've never heard of that. We were talking about it and I leaned over to my one coworker who I talked about this movie with before for him to see it and I was like, "Yeah, I think this might be the Korean old boy." But he was the only person I told, yet the whole group was talking about what movie it could have been and I was like, 
finally when it ended and like the title screen was there because they play it from a DVD player. Um, yeah. My one manager looked over and he's like, "Look, like that's the movie," and I'm like, "I called it. Like I fucking called it. I said it was the hat." <laughs> I yeah I. The bar that we go to. I it's not as I don't know. I like it a lot because the cocktails it's it's a cocktail bar, right? Okay. Like they're the bartenders there aren't bartenders because they are like doing a part-time job. Like they are professional mixologists and stuff and like that's cool. just what they want to do. And um the drinks are kind of expensive, but like you only get two of them and it runs you like 30 bucks total, which is, you know. Yeah. yeah inexpensive. I figured drink it was thing. going to be expensive as soon as you started talking about that. Yeah, but like what's cool is that all these drinks are like really well crafted and like they they're they're heavy pourers, so you know, usually you get drunk at two and like really drunk at three or four. At least for me. I was gonna say that uh, that means for me I'll get really drunk at two. <laughs> yeah, I think I think so. Um like I've had five there once and I was the drunkest I've been in a probably like five years <laughs> like, not five years but like a long time well i'll tell you right now what i failed to mention too of me falling asleep i got i I'm, i was a little drunk before <laughs> before too oh okay uh, but yeah. i mean like nice but yeah i really want to take you there because it's close by to you or relatively close by yeah dude i want to check right that next out. to your favorite restaurant that you guys never get chavela's oh yeah chavela's Oh, you just gave you just gave it away, babe. You just gave it away. I'm sorry. Well, I'm God sorry. Damn, the secret's out. I'll blur it. It's okay. No, it's it. it's it's fine. <laughs> I don't think anyone cares. Well, no. Now I know what you were talking about because I was trying to think. I'm like, had you mentioned this before? And now I re- oh yeah. Now I remember. I want to make a comment about coffee because there's a point I I wrote down that I wanted to make that had nothing to do with your prompt, but just about coffee. Yeah. And I think I. You know, this isn't a profound thing to say, mm-hmm. but I've been thinking about coffee a lot the past few days. Yeah. And I think coffee shops have, like, three distinct, um, like, I, I don't know, three distinct, like, purposes. Like, the difference in the coffee shops is three distinct purposes. It's a, a coffee experience, a cafe experience, or a caffeine experience. Yeah. Like Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks and all those are like caffeine. Like you go in, you get a drink and you leave. Like you're not supposed to stay. If you can stay, it's like a specialty like Starbucks or something. And usually those are like rarer than most. And then like a cafe experience. Yeah, exactly. And then like a cafe experience is like the coffee is just as good as the coffee that you make at home. Mm -hmm. It's not special at all. But the point is the atmosphere and like the social component. And then there's like a coffee place that's like we actually brew really good coffee and it's really expensive mm-hmm. but that's the point of why you're coming here like you're have you're coming here to have like really expensive coffee, coffee that's like yeah or just like you know i i don't know just like it's kind of like the it's, it's cocktail the, version yeah it's the difference between casual fast casual and fine coffee experience yeah exactly which i kind of like that i don't know yeah, because I feel oh, yeah, like dude. as a as a forever, I was focusing so much on like the cafe experience and not the coffee experience. Because I do feel like that's the best version. Yeah, of things. Because usually those places don't run you too bad. Because the point is just to sit there and like have fun, it's, talking to your friends. At that point, it's more about the experience of it, and like so long as you can get the same similar coffee experience that you would at home and it's like drinkable and stuff then you're like okay like i have an atmosphere i have coffee and i'm good right like that's the service they're giving you beyond like because everyone could be like oh why don't you just make coffee at home like that's a super upcharged thing like yeah whatever it's like well yeah i could but i like sitting here yeah and talking to my friend it's and it's obviously like you're not doing this every goddamn day you're doing it yeah you know everyone so the one avenue that I, i'm staying away from completely is the caffeine experience because yeah. i don't unless i'm like actively doing something where i need coffee which usually like before work or something like if i'm working i go get like a cup of coffee to go mm-hmm. that's a caffeine experience for me um but like i don't know man 
That's I just thought it was interesting. That's me, mine a lot of the time. That's where that's what I honestly think about Gregory's personally. Like at least totally. at least that one specifically too, because that one on uh, twenty six is like kind of on the smaller side, and like um, I do sit there sometimes to like work on some shit when I'm just there early or uh, like you know after work or whatever. Um, yeah. But realistically, I. It's just like I need coffee. I didn't make it this morning. I need, I need to get something that isn't Starbucks and isn't as expensive as Marathon. Yeah, totally. Um, but like, I will say something along. This isn't. It's like a adjacent to coffee, or at least coffee shops, and your concept of that. I really have been getting so much in the mood of just going to bars and working on stuff like you would at a cafe. It's like, it's become such a fan favorite of mine. Have you been doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like I've done it when I was waiting for people to show up. If I was like the first one there, I would, cause I always have my notebook out with me or like something with me. And so I'll do it then. I did it like three nights ago when I, I went to Voldenwee by myself, mm-hmm. and oh, and I have to tell you too about that. That's the the Belgian bar. Um, yeah, they no longer have Left Blonde on tap. Ah, you know when we went there and they didn't have it. Yeah, yeah. It's not because they ran out. They don't serve it anymore. Oh, okay. On tap because I think it might be like logistic problems with like getting it or whatever. Oh. Interesting. Uh, uh, but they no longer have it on tap, and it's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, as of this year, a beer drinker, but like, not. I don't know enough about anything to like actually be like, oh yeah, this is what I'm drinking. Yeah, I yeah. could probably tell if it's like, oh, this is a light beer, this is a darker, like a pale or whatever. Beer. Yeah. Well, I mean, granted, the the bottle version is still good. It's just like the the experience of the like tap version of it is like just so different yeah. but they still have Le Chouf on tap which is like kind of a similar style beer so like mm-hmm. I just got that and they also have a really good sour beer I forgot the name of but it's pretty good okay so like I, cool. I proceeded to go there to get really drunk but and, and like work on stuff by myself yeah. but also that was like Again, I mean, only being like three days ago or whatever, or four days ago, but my finger was even worse than it is now because it's like a little bit more healed, but I could barely write. Like I wrote through like maybe a page or two pages worth of stuff and I just couldn't like hold the pen. So I then ended up taking out a book and read really drunk and it was a great time. I had a good, good time. (laughs) I'm glad you had a good time. I had a very similar experience because I was having a really depressed time about family stuff going on yeah and so i walked the east river like a good chunk of like the south part of the east river which is gorgeous and they're they're really building up that area i want but when i got out when i got it's great i mean honestly go for a walk i really want to yeah i would really recommend it either that or the hudson but i feel like the east river is a lot calmer and it's more like residential for some reason i'd prefer that yeah, I think you'd like it. But um, when I got kind of more inland from my walk, I went to a, a diner and I kind of had a similar experience, just like, you know, a diner version and like a cup of coffee and like, you know, a burger for lunch. And then I wrote in my notebook, I've been journaling recently. So I was doing that a bit. But yeah, I've been doing it my my fancy thing. Oh, that's, fancy that, I like that one, yeah. Makes me feel like my emotions are important when it's in like a leather bound journal. Is that a hard uh, book or is it soft? Oh, see, I need that. I really need that, dude. It's a flimsy thing, but That's it's what... like leather bound. I need a flimsy leather bound one because my hard one makes it hard. It's hard to write on the hard cover ones because it doesn't fold as well. Like the pages don't fold, so you can get it to a position where you can write on it. Yeah, I mean, this one is. This one's okay. I, I, I like it a lot. I don't think it was too expensive. But I got it forever ago as like a birthday gift and I never used it. <laughs> so I'm using it now. I need more. Because I didn't know what to use it for. Like I didn't know the purpose of it. Yeah. Um, 
and now I'm just like I'm dedicating this to like document my feelings. <laughs> so uh-huh. that's what this is for. But I I really if you're looking for like a daytime version of the bar situation, I think diners are a good vibe too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just don't have many that I go to. Yeah. Uh, I wish I knew more. I kind of like I really want to desperately take like a solid like day to just like go around and like see shit that I still am not fully like uh known of that I, I yeah. want I want to find regular spots that are kind of low key but kind of like s- still pretty good that are like close to me and all, I want different places for different areas that I'll be mostly so like I want one right. place like I want a couple places for where I usually work that area I want a couple places here where I live and then like Lower East Side, but I Lower East Side, I kind of already have a few places. Yeah, I I'm definitely I'm not looking for any like, um, like regular spots for myself, but I'm definitely still in an exploration phase, mm-hmm. or like I'm honestly like a mapping phase, like a mental mapping phase. Like I want to know where I am, no matter where I am on the island. Mm-hmm. You know, I I kind of have a big idea of where I am usually like most of the time without using my phone. Um, but like, I want to like continue to work at that. Oh, I, would, as, like, I need to work on that way more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's like, I've been living here for all college slash almost a year now mm-hmm. outside of college. So like, it makes sense. I have five years on, on, well, on New York. Hel- it helps me. I have like slight, I, I might have like an accelerated process to it considering i always commute into manhattan and work granted it's in the same spot every single day but i know that area like very very well and Mm -hmm. then also where i like sell shoes or like or like where i go to buy shoes or like uh you know scars type area like i know that area really really well because i know all the places around there um it's more so yep. learning Brooklyn a little bit better so that I have things that I can do that doesn't require me to go into Manhattan all the time. Yeah. I My biggest thing was that, like, I've kind of done the same thing where I have, like, these pockets of places that I know really well. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to kind of walk between those pockets Yeah, to kind of, like, blur the lines of, like, division. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I think I told you this, but I walked from my work downtown. Yeah with my you know as with my artist assistant job all the way back up to my apartment which was like 150 blocks and took like two and a half three hours <laughs> but um that was a really good like i got to see the whole gradient of the city and like how each neighborhood kind of changes like you know every 10 blocks almost oh, there's yeah. like a totally different feel and vibe from like depending on what's there, which I, I, I think it's fascinating, but for sure. Um, I mean, I got that just from like, from what I was saying from like, from work where like I would go from Chelsea to, you know, uh, like I would go from like, you know, 26 to like 34th, like even just that difference there. And then also like from 26, I've gone down to like 14th and West four, like I've just gone down from there too. Like, it's yeah. It, it yeah it has helped in that regard for sure because i always i always dreamed of like knowing like when i'm on the subway of knowing exactly where i am yeah where the stop is mm-hmm. like that's always been the dream i don't like i definitely it'll take me forever to learn that i'll, I'll i mean that's that comes with just the time i know because like, i did the same thing when i so bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like when i was in college i had to commute to 14th street every day for school mm-hmm and from Brooklyn and whatever, so I have the same situation that you got with work and stuff. Yeah, and so and like, it's it's exciting. It's fun. I also will say I'm becoming way more familiar with Avenue B and Avenue A and stuff like that because that's sure. where like my fr- some a lot of my friends live. So like I'm there pretty often, and I do have pretty like. I mean, ex- granted, the places that we go to down there, it's like now it's be kind of coming like, uh, let's not go there again. But like those technically are like a regular place that we would go to often Mm -hmm. one of which being like literally a door down from my friend's apartment like next to their apartment yeah um like we can hear their jazz nights as we're sitting in their apartment (laughs) that's funny uh but so i'm familiar with that area too now or at least decently yeah 
But yeah, man. I, um, when I was working for Sandy recently, like this past Wednesday, we went to a place on um, 26th Street in Chelsea. On like 26th and like 10th Avenue, there's these like, there's a bunch of art galleries. Like the whole street yeah, is yeah. art galleries. Yeah. And um, there's this one building in between a bunch of these galleries that's like 10 floors tall. And every floor is just like probably 20 to 30 art studios. Oh, wow. And just a bunch of people. You can like rent space. And like show off work. It's super expensive. Like these are all like established artists in their 40s and 50s and stuff. But like they, it looked like the coolest. It looked like the dream. That looks really sick. To kind of compare it to like Casey Neistat or something. It was like his studio, right? But like next to him would be like a printmaker and next to him would be a painter and next to him would be a photographer and like it was like that like you get the your little space yeah and i was just like that's the dream to make enough money to have an art studio like that yeah dude that'd be where you commute or whatever i I don't know i thought that was like when i went there because sandy's doing this like big print project right now um which she got like professionally printed after she designed it all and everything Mm mm-hmm and we like visited the printer's studio, um, and I was like, "This is the coolest shit I've ever seen." Like, you got a little, you got a little house outside of your house. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm print, I'm painting right now in my room, and it takes up a third of my room, and I have a pretty big room. Uh-huh. Like, like you know, I'm You're not mine for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm very comfortable with my living space and my living situation, but like it very much dominates the space whenever I want to print and whenever I want to paint or whatever. And so like, to me, that's the dream to like have a designated, like I go here and whatever. Will I ever afford it? Who knows, man. Yeah. But that's, that seems like a cool, like a, such a cool thing. No, I, totally I don't know. It's, I felt like I like was allowed to, like I, it was a forbidden place. I was like allowed to like peep into and like hop around and like, sneak up on a bunch of artists and the industry that's yeah i don't know that's so cool seeing the perspective of that like a little collective of like where they all like have their own separate spaces within the place that's really sick i mean and i totally understand the space taking up because like i mean i currently have like two lights set up that take up so much room right now yeah yeah for sure it's just you need space i understand why ani like wants to move out and like go to this like bio house where he could just have a bunch of art studios essentially like yeah he'll 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 make like a four bedroom house and three art studios for different things there's something there's something to be said personally i I guess to from talking i guess in the perspective of someone like ani who does a fat like a multifaceted sort of thing amongst like music animation you know whatever else that he's got having like one large space and that you can like i mean whether it's in the same room like same massive room or multiple smaller rooms but like you can like hop from one to the other and you're never too far from it so that you're still in the same space and that like you you don't need to occupy like yeah all of the same like limited space with just like with all of your things and you can just, but it's still close enough where you can like easily hop from one thing to the other, to the other and like make it a fluid thing. Yeah. I was talking to Sandy about it. Cause she lives and works in her art studio slash loft space. Like she has an artist in a residence with the city. So she can like legally work in, and live in her art studio, yeah. which is like te- technically illegal um, unless you get approved. Um, and I was talking to her about it, like the pros and cons of that situation, because I think a lot of people nowadays are like very aware of the problems of working from home, especially if you work and live in the same room. Like my work desk is, you know, a meter mm-hmm. <laughs> away from my bed. So like for me, my like chill time is lying in bed yeah. <laughs> because I can't sit at my desk because that will feel like work. Um, And she was definitely like, I like being kind of surrounded by my work all the time because I can kind of subconsciously think about it or consciously think about it whenever I, you know, exist in my space. Mm-hmm. But also there's something to be said about the health and benefits of like having a separate work environment and then coming home and yeah. having a home environment 
and splitting that up. And it was just cool to see like those two options because most of the artists that I've met in the past like three or five years um, live and work in the same space. Yeah. So it's cool. It's cool to see like the other side of that coin. I would say personally, um, I'm torn on it because uh, I definitely have a benefit for it being in the same space where like I'll wake up and I constantly see this, the, the microphones I have set up, the cam, uh, my camera, whatever, everywhere, all of my camera gear and my monitors all set up. And I look at it and it almost, while there are the kind of bad moments of like never getting a break from it, there are also the, the, like, it's like the push to like, okay, all your shit's here. Like just, you know, go do some work right now, like get some work yeah. done. And like, that's somewhat of a benefit for me personally. Cause like if I'm staring at all of my stuff out there and like do it, like it pushes me to like do more of it versus if it's in a separate space, I can't guarantee this, but like part of me thinks that I might neglect going to that separate space, no matter how close it is, just because I know when I step in there, it's only for work versus this. Yeah. I have, the option of it being one or the other, but I just incline towards doing more work because I'm constantly staring at it. And if I'm not doing work in that space, I'll feel like I'm not doing enough. Yeah. I mean, I think I definitely would benefit from the commute personally mm -hmm. to be like, the minute I leave my door to go to that space, I'm like, okay, I'm going to work. I don't know. I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, but that would help. That would be beneficial for me personally. But that's like, again, it's like a case by case basis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, I, I don't know which I would want to go with because I definitely see the benefits of both. Like, I see the benefit yeah. of having a separate space so that if I go there, I'm like fully doing work. I'm getting it all done. And I then get to go to my actual full relaxation spot. And I don't I get to have that separation because that separation is a very important thing. Yeah, I I toyed with the idea of because I still have my old laptop. I told you about the idea of having like, you know, uh, entertainment laptop for like video games and um, like, you know, YouTube and shit and then having like a designated work laptop. Mm -hmm. And I like booted it up to like essentially start that practice. And then the minute I opened it, it was like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like it was like struggling just to open just Chrome. To and go. I was like, well, fuck, I guess we're not doing that. <laughs> because it mac the that generation was just so shit it's uh -huh. like dying so that that was the last thing but maybe in the future i'll be able to do it who knows uh mike i just wanted to close out by telling you a quick story unless you had something else no please do i mean i i'm good man uh, i just oh i do want to say something real quick yeah i just want to say a quick um fuck you to anna okay anna anna mooge Okay. Um, on Duolingo, you suck. <laughs> you you're making me work a lot harder than I want to work. Do you have Duolingo uh, beef, dude? Look at this. I'm number I'm number second on the leaderboards, and she's number first. She's been we've been going back and forth for five days. <laughs> okay. And whenever she tops me, I have to top her, and then like just keep going back and forth, and I keep. I, she really like you know did me it like this is the la the last one she she's like two hundred point she done did me dirty she has two hundred experience ahead of me and I gotta catch up because I want first man I'm going for number one right now um I, I don't even need it you know what I mean <laughs> I can <laughs> hear I, I can hear the pain in your voice not having it yeah I just want to say uh, I hope your Japanese is going well Anna but. Um, boy, do I'm, I want I'm you gonna, to not be on time. Boy, do I want you to stop. Stop <laughs> take learning. A, take a break for a day. <laughs> Stupid idiot. That's uh, that's, re that's really good. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, fuck you, Anna. Uh, fuck you, Anna. Thank you again. But uh, I basically just wanted to tell you, we have a, a regular shoplifter that comes to our store. Um, yes. And, I've seen him. Yes, yes, you have. Uh, well, he came. It's now... I, I wasn't at work today. I can, I'm just going to assume he came today. So let's say counting today, he has now come uh, eight times in a row. Eight okay. times in a row. And by times, I mean he came seven days in a row, and then yesterday, twice in one day. What the fuck? So 
what happened was yesterday, usually, so if you, if we catch this guy coming in, if we get him, get him early enough, he'll just leave. Like he'll go. If he already has the stuff, like he's going, like he's not letting go of it and he will get physical. And, um, he, uh, he came in once and we're all, we all know of him. We all are at like waiting for him basically. And I spotted him. uh, So one of, okay, hold on. (laughs) Hold on a second. How, how is this a crime that like, I mean, I guess it's, I don't know. Like, can you not call the police? They're not going to do shit. (laughs) It's not that they're not going to do shit. It's the problem is he's long gone by the time they get there. Like, he's in and out. Like, when I tell you, like, he comes in, because he knows. He comes in here every single day. He'll come. He'll stick. He doesn't go any further than, like, the front, like, circular rounders of clothing. He'll pick up a handful, hangers and all, and just walk out. And, like, that's what he does. So, like, even if we did call, what, they come 20 minutes later when he's long gone, and, like, we tell them that there's a guy that steals from us every day. So, like, yeah. There's not much that they can do right there. Uh, and so what happened was one of my managers spotted him once or, or was told and comes up to me and is like, hey, like, I've been told that, like, he's here. And, like, we know his name. I'm not even going to say it because, fuck it, I, I don't feel like it right now. You know his name? Yeah. Have you reported him? We don't, we only know, we only, okay, we call him, we call him Brown. We think it's, I think it's his last name, I'm pretty sure, but it's Brown. How do you know his name? I, f- I don't remember exactly. At first... He left his, uh, he left his license what, or something? No, we I think he's told us. Like, he's told co-workers of ours. And, <laughs> what? And, and, and whether, it's like, my name's well, Mr. Brown, and I'm going <laughs> to steal your shit. <laughs> whether or not it's his real name or just what he goes by or what, like, we don't know. That like, he just... That's what's happened. We've had him pay before. Like, we know he has money because we've caught him sometimes and they've made him pay. Uh, So anyway, we we were, like, informed that he might have been in the store. And my manager comes up to me and they're like, do you see him? And I'm looking. I'm like, I think I do. And I go up and he comes on one side. I come in the other like, come on, man. Like, you got to go. You know you're not allowed in here. Like, let's go. Like, let's go. Doesn't have any clothes in his hand yet. But he's like going to like he's walking out and he doesn't say a word he just walks out and then about i want to say like 30 minutes later he's back in the store but only i see him this time and he already has some stuff in his hand and i'm like come on man like you know like let's go like you were already here earlier like let's get out of here and he's got like a jacket and a sweater or something like that and i'm like come on like like you can't take that like give me the stuff and and he's like no no i'm taking it and he like shoves me out of the way and, what the fuck? Yeah, and and then fucking goes, but we're not allowed to like do anything more than that ourselves. So like, I basically did well, whatever. He might get violent, I guess, and that's the reason. It's a liability thing. It's also like, granted, I don't. We're all we're all in thing. We're like, it's not worth it. It's closed. Whatever. Like, it's not worth us doing shit about. But it's more of the principle of it of like me just wanting to rip the hangers out of his hand and just take it. Like, like come yeah. on. So it's more of a principal thing for me than like than it is for the store. <laughs> like if that makes yeah, sense. Sure. Because yeah, no, I get it. They're like, Ben, it's not worth it. Like this is just like you're it's just a store, it's just clothes. I'm like, yeah, it's not the store though. It's the fact that this guy thinks he can come in here every fucking day knowing we're not gonna do shit. And that pisses me off. And yeah. he like basically shoved me out of the way and, and just left with like a jacket and sweater, which is honestly like kind of like the low end of what he usually leaves with. So that was all right. Um, they went back, reviewed the footage of it, and my my store manager comes up to me and she's like, um, I just like have to like let you know, like you stood there like a fucking brick wall. I was like, What? It's like, yeah, like he full on like shoved you and you like barely moved. I was like I'm like, Well yeah, I was trying to get the shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. Um but yeah, it that was a fun time and I wanted them to inform me of whether or not he comes back because now it's like he used to come like once two times a week he's been here every single day i don't you gotta be obsessed or maybe he's just like this is an easy thing to get free money from i think that's like he's just abusing that aspect of it yeah because if if he comes every day can you not just be like this guy comes every single day this is his name this is his blah 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 like you know come 
I don't, I don't know. know. You, you can't have somebody stop there and like, we I don't can't, know. We can't have like a cop position there throughout the entirety of their day. Like we can't yeah, do that. It's crazy. We can't, we don't have any more quote unquote security right now. But even if we, even when we did have security, like they can't do a whole lot more than us. Like they can, they, because they're still technically under our employment. So they still have the same restrictions. They're, they're more of a presence than anything. Yeah. So like, now we're under the thing of like anytime we see him, we have to call the cops, but I still don't know what that's going to do because, and like my co, some of my coworkers were like, why don't we just ban him? I'm like he is banned. Like banning someone doesn't stop them from being able to walk <laughs> into a store. Like he's banned. Right. He knows he's banned. Like it's just, yeah. he, he walks in, like it's a busy time and he'll walk in and no one p- pays attention sometimes. That's just crazy to me because it's just, he's kind of pointing out the fact that it's like you could just do that (laughs) yeah it's kind of just like something's illegal but if it's not enforced is it really illegal you know it would have to be like and it would have to be like i was like begging for the time that there are cops out there at the time that he is in there and i'll be like look that's a regular like thief he comes in here all the time get him please (laughs) yeah get him get him out of here uh, but yeah, I just yeah. wanted to, to mention that. I thought that was my, that was my two time and one day run in with, with Brown. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know his life story. I don't, you know, but I mean, I don't, I don't want to, it's like if Buffalo Exchange isn't going to do anything about it, then who cares? You know, yeah. like, I, I don't know if they can do anything about it, but my only thing is like, if it was a small business and this guy was doing it to them, I would be like, this guy has got to go to jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he, he's actively ruining multiple people's lives by doing it, but it's a big business and I'm sure they don't even feel the cost of his actions, but it is the, it, it, I mean, on like a personal level, it's like that guy's shitty. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But um, that sucks. So we'll end it on that note. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. We'll end it on that note. <laughs> um, well, Ben, uh, you know, I'm just gonna shout this out. Ben's Ben's been shirtless this whole time. He feels comfortable. He's feeling good. He's got a nice little like array of chest I'm, hair. I'm and about stuff to like get that. more drinks and clean. <laughs> He's about to get some drinks and clean. And if ladies, if you want to come help him clean, order me a quesadilla <laughs> shirtless and order him a quesadilla and or make him a quesadilla. Ooh, you better Ooh, wear a condom. We better wear that. Because let me tell you something. Something's gonna be turned up to a uh, you know a hotter temperature. Uh-huh. <laughs> when Ben's around, let me tell you. <laughs> well, the music's playing right now, so I'm going to take that and we're going to do it. And we're going to do it.